ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. A company that provided asbestos-contaminated mulch to parks and a school is fighting back against environmental regulators, vowing to keep selling its product as it faces a possible federal intervention. It's been confirmed at least 22 sites across Sydney had mulch containing asbestos delivered, including one where potentially deadly, friable asbestos was discovered. As the number of sites keeps growing, the New South Wales government is threatening to increase penalties. Penny Sharp is the New South Wales Environment Minister and joined me a short time ago. Penny Sharp, welcome to the program. Good morning, Patricia. You've got asbestos showing up in mulch in parks, a school, a hospital. Do you know how much asbestos is out there now or will the list of sites keep growing? Look, we know that there is too much asbestos and it shouldn't be there at all. In New South Wales, we actually have a zero tolerance for this in this product. So it's very concerning that it's turning up in the way it is, but we are throwing everything at it to get to the bottom of this investigation. Most of these sites uh, had the the less dangerous form of asbestos, but there's one confirmed case of friable asbestos being found. How dangerous is that? Well, the difference between bonded and friable is that friable is the crumbly stuff. My advice that I received yesterday from the EPA is that sometimes because it's a small piece of asbestos, it it's actually gets called friable, but it's still bonded to other pieces of concrete, little pieces of fibro, that kind of thing. So the good news is that we don't think it's the crumbly stuff, but look, it just shouldn't be in these products at all. Are you worried there could be other sites out there contaminated with this friable asbestos? Look, we have problems across the community in terms of asbestos. People might not know, but asbestos was used in over 3,000 products before 1990. It's actually also naturally occurring in in some um, soil types of soil. So it's one of those things that there is, it's been a long time coming in terms of the need to clean it up. And there's been some good work over the last decade or so. But what this is exposed is that there's far more to be done. The finger has been pointed at a company called Green Life Resource Recovery Facility, which denies any wrongdoing. How many of the 22 sites are associated with Green Life Resource Recovery? Well, the EPA is working through the supply chain, but I can say, and I, look, I want to be careful about what I talk about. There's actually a sure. criminal investigation being undertaken. But look, Green Life are associated with all of the sites that have been um, found to be positive so far. Um, and that's the that's the concern, and that's why the investigation is taking place. And the investigation getting to the end of that for the EPA is so important. The company says it's tested the mulch it has in stock, and there's no asbestos in it. Are you confident the mulch is the source of the contamination? I'm a little bit cautious about talking about the individual ins and outs of what's going on. What I can say is that there shouldn't be any uh, asbestos in any mulch. That there's a common denominator through the testing that we're finding, and that the EPA has got over 100 people working through the supply chain to get to the bottom of how far um, and potentially where this problem is, and we'll have to do that. At the end of it, they're also um, participating in a criminal investigation um, where, you know, whether whether there are charges laid and, and what happens with that, we'll, we'll just have to wait till the end of that. So is the contamination of these sites across Sydney a failure of state environmental regulation? I'm just trying to work out who's responsible here. Look, I think what it's exposed is there's obviously a gap in the regulation. Um, as I said to to you before, that this is not it is legal for the for asbestos to be in these products. What's exposed is that there is a 
potentially a gap in our regulation and and what the Premier and I have said to the EPA is, look, get to the bottom of this investigation. That will inform any other action that we need to take. So whether it's increased penalties, whether it's changing the testing regimes that are required, um, whether it's looking, you know, beefing up the tracking of, of the way in which these materials are rolled out, that's all on the table. But I think this investigation needs to get come to a close so that we can be fully informed before we just sort of jump into new regulation. We want to make sure that all of the gaps are covered. So what's the time frame for finding all of this out? Look, we're hoping, you know, sooner rather than later, but it is a complicated um, supply chain. It comes from one place, then it gets distributed, and then it goes to further contractors. It's a bit like contact tracing for COVID, we've found. Um, but they're working through it. We've put additional staff on. This is one of the biggest investigations that the EPA in New South Wales has undertaken. We've got over 110 people on it doing the testing and the tracing. Um, we would hope that it's it, it's done as soon as possible, but I don't want to put a time frame on it because it is very complicated and we want to make sure we get it right. Do you think it's likely this is happening in other states? Look, it's a good question. Other states have different rules around some of um, these type of materials, and I couldn't speak to what all of those are. All I know from from New South Wales' perspective, um, it is very concerning that this uh, that asbestos is turning up in these products. We need to get to the bottom of where it's come from and how it's got there, and we need to make sure that it, it doesn't continue. Um, you say uh, other states have different rules. Does that mean that the New South Wales rules should perhaps be different? Well, that's what we're looking at. Um, my understanding is that ours are some of the toughest rules, actually, but, um, you know, it, clearly it's not enough. There, this has been a massive failure in terms of regulation and uh, the fact that this is happening. But we need to understand um, what's gone on here and that work is still being undertaken. And as I said, it's a, ju- it's a very large and complicated criminal investigation that we want the EPA to get to the bottom, to, bottom of as soon as possible. The company is fighting efforts by the Environmental Protection Agency and wants to keep selling the mulch. Will you allow that? Well, we've got, a, we've got a prevention notice in place that says that they can't. Um, that's, again, a matter that's going before the courts, so that will be decided through through that process. The Premier has flagged uh, talking to the national consumer body about a product recall. You've spoken about tougher penalties in this interview and beyond. So where is this going? Do you have a, you know, I know there's still an investigation. I, I totally appreciate that. But I'm just wondering, you know, how hard, hard line are you going to be on this? Well, I think we're going to be pretty hardline. Community concern around asbestos in in a commonly used garden product that's used in parks, that's used all over the place, is not a, is not a good thing. And we need to get to the bottom of how it's got gotten in there, and we need to make sure that it's not getting into those products. The recall issue um, is you know something that the ACCC needs to look at. We're obviously working with Fair Trading about the possibility of that, um, and you know. If it needs to be, we'll we'll try to do it, but it also might be that there are some issues around regulation that don't allow it. So again, that's another thing that we need to work through, and we're and we're doing it as quickly as we can. How worried should people who use these parks daily be? Look, the advice from um, the advice from New South Wales Health around this is that what is being found is small pieces of bonded asbestos. So if people want to know what that looks like, it's it's a bit, if you think about fibro, um, it's it's small pieces like that. Um, usually looks like a little bit of um, cement or those things. They're quite small, probably the size of about, you know, under a sort of a 10 cent piece. People shouldn't be 
super overly concerned. It shouldn't be there and they shouldn't be, you know, it's it's the sort of safer end because it's not friable. The the real issue of the danger around asbestos is where the fibres are in are airborne and are in the air and people can breathe them in. That's where um, we've had all those terrible cases of mesothelioma from people working in factories in the past and people have had concerns through their houses. Um, one in three houses in Australia has asbestos in it. Um, so that's the, the concern is the fibres and the fire if it's a friable nature. But look, the bonded stuff still shouldn't be there. If it gets damaged, it becomes dangerous. It just it needs to be removed. And that's the other part of what's going on. Our agencies are working through and, and removing it where it's found. Penny Sharp, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. That's the New South Wales Minister for the Environment, Penny Sharp, and you're listening to ABC RN Breakfast. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.